worry about that. We still have water since gravity causes it to flow from the spring into the house. Of course, we need to keep warm and keep the pipes in the house from freezing too. And since we have a fireplace and two wood-burning stoves and plenty of wood, that shouldn't be too hard to do. There's a lot of camping gear that we can make use of. So, we need to get busy and bring in a lot of dry wood from the shed, break out the gas lights, camping stove, and sleeping bags before it gets dark. All agreed it was a great plan and got busy implementing it. When bedtime rolled around, everyone crawled into cozy sleeping bags in front of the warm fireplace. Jim got up several times to stoke up the fireplace and the two stoves, hearing the wind howling each time. The next day, the wind continued to blow. The family stayed busy bringing in more wood. They played games and roasted hot dogs and marshmallows in the fireplace. Finding the old-fashioned popcorn popper, they enjoyed the popcorn prepared over the open fire, savoring the wonderful aroma. Just before sundown, Jim and Rachel went out to feed Spinort. On their way back to the house, both noticed the wind letting up, but the air still remained cold. After supper and more precious time spent together, everyone bedded down in front of the roaring fire. Jim was sleeping so well that it was three in the morning before he woke up for the first time. The fires had all burned down and the air was cold. He quickly got up. His sudden movement woke Paula. Is everything all right? I just need to stoke up the fires. Sorry I woke you. No problem. Since both of them were wide awake, Paula asked, Would you like a cup of hot chocolate? Sure. By the time Jim had the fires all going again, Paula handed him a cup of the hot brew. Let's sit on the fireplace hearth, Jim suggested. The two sat down and began to talk quietly so as not to disturb the kids. Jim knew the opportunity had presented itself. I've been praying and thinking a lot these last few days. I know I have been missing a lot by being away on the job so much, but I didn't realize how much. What would you think about me changing jobs? He went on to explain what he had in mind. Paula was all for it. And so the decision was made. Jim thought back to the wonderful Easter weekend he and his family had just spent together. He was wishing that somehow those moments could have lasted forever. Just then, the sliding glass door interrupted his reflections. Good morning, sweetheart, Jim stood greeting his wife. I didn't mean to wake you. You didn't. I just happened to wake up and heard you go outside. I wanted to join you for a few minutes. Isn't it a little chilly, though? It's quite pleasant. I'm very comfortable with my jacket. A light, warm breeze rustled the few dried leaves left over from last fall in the nearby grove of oak brush. Jim fixed his eyes on his gorgeous wife making her way to a chair near him. Paula's favorite blue robe, which her family had given her last Christmas, was draped loosely about her. Even though Paula was very comfortable with any time of day, she always felt like she looked her worst early in the morning. Jim thought just the opposite. 
It was his favorite time of the day to see his wife, especially on a morning like this. Jim was certain a moonbeam was shining on her just for his benefit. For a moment, the brilliant moonlight silhouetted her nearly perfect figure before she closed the warm robe around her. The light sparkled in her deep blue eyes and danced on her short blonde hair. Paula poured herself a cup of coffee. Taking a sip, she set the cup on the small round metal table alongside the thermos she had brought with her. Jim knew his wife very well and realized something was bothering her as she stared out into the distance. Did you have a hard night, sweetheart? Jim inquired tenderly. Pretty tough, Paula admitted. A downcast look engulfed her. Sighing, she continued, There was a horrible car accident. One young woman...